Welcome to another episode of Think Arctic, a podcast powered by GCI that tackles the biggest issues facing the Arctic and its stakeholders. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Holly Noland. In this episode, we speak with Brennan Walsh, president at STG Incorporated, about building GCI's Terra network across some of the toughest terrain on Earth. Brennan, thank you for joining us. GCI's Terra Network, which connects more than 80 rural communities in some of the most remote locations in Alaska, has been heralded as an engineering marvel. Let's start by talking a bit about STG's work to build the network. Well, this project started for me back in 2012, so it's been already five years now. And uh, it's been an amazing project from uh, the groundbreaking activities to the design work that we've been able to provide and bring to the table to help GCI complete this project. Um, We've helped with site-specific situations um, from the hubs of the villages to the mountaintops, uh, geotechnical conditions. We've helped advise on uh, the the right type of foundations to use to help save money and make this whole thing Uh, feasible, and then uh, all the logistics with the helicopters moving crews around. Uh, It's just been one challenge after another, but it's been very uh, um, rewarding. You clearly have a lot of experience building infrastructure in rural Alaska. What are some of the challenges? Sure. Well, as you can just look at, by looking at the state, the geographic region is just huge. So we're dealing with... um, remote um, locations, very challenging uh, transportation equations to be able to get materials and people to where they need to be. Uh, We utilize airplanes, barges, helicopters, getting materials to Alaska. We use barges, trucks, and trains. Um, So we really utilize all the different assets that the state has to offer and in certain situations, we have to get creative along the way. So uh, the biggest challenge would be just uh, making sure you know everything's properly planned. Uh, we know what season that we're working in and um, just trying to put it all together. Can you elaborate on what you might say was one of the greatest challenges that you faced? We've uh, had our fair share of different permitting restrictions, um, but uh, think you know working closely with the GCI, uh, team that they've we've been able to work together to overcome those. Um, some of the early on the the challenges were uh, how we effectively operated on the mountaintops. Um, we after the first year we really assessed what we were doing and uh, redesigned the whole tower foundation to make our time on the mountaintops uh, shorter and more efficient. And uh, that was a really big challenge that we learned in the first year that we adjusted for moving forward. How much were you able to reduce that time on the mountaintops? Uh, We've been able to go, well, so every day is very expensive up there. Um, You're supporting guys uh, and helicopters and mechanics. But I would say on average, we were able to reduce our time on the mountaintops probably about two to three weeks um, through the heart of the summer, which those are valuable days in the summertime for constructing in Alaska. 
You recently completed what is called a heavy lift to erect one of the many remote towers on the Terran network. Can you explain what a heavy lift is? Sure. So we utilize multiple different types of helicopters to support these sites. Uh, what we call small helicopters, which are like a Robinson R44, uh, holds two to three people. Uh, and it can sling up to like 500 pounds um, uh, as a sling load. Uh, the medium-sized helicopters are your A-Stars and your Hueys that can hold uh, three or four, sometimes up to five people, and can sling loads up between uh, 2,000 and 4,000 pounds. And then, then there's what we call the heavy lift, which is we've been bringing in the Ericsson Skycrane, and that has a lifting capacity of up to 25,000 pounds. Uh, it's they're based out of Oregon and they operate worldwide. So it's uh, it's a really a unique experience to be able to get them up to Alaska. Um, but this project with the infrastructure involved uh, couldn't be done without them. How long does it typically take to complete these heavy lifts? This year we, uh, let's see, this year we were, um, it, it well, so to do the heavy lift takes months of planning. So we start our heavy lift planning back probably in March. We start mapping out the sequence of events. We start very um, detailed uh, spreadsheets of the picks, the weights, how much fuel we're going to need because we have to preposition the fuel because this helicopter burns 550 gallons an hour. But uh, so the, the planning is months in advance. And then once the helicopter arrives on site, you need to have everything in place. And fortunately this year, uh, the weather cooperated. Uh, we had all the right guys where they needed to be, the right rigging and the right coordination. And we were able to accomplish this year's um, heavy lift program in, I believe, seven days, which was pretty remarkable. Now that the Terra project is nearly complete, how will you feel once you reach the finish line? We're gonna be looking uh, for what GCI is coming next. Uh, it, it'll be definitely rewarding in the sense that uh, we, we take great pride in what we do and what we can do for not only GCI, but also for the communities. Um, this is a great celebration, but really there's so many other people that have worked so hard on this job. And uh, so really a tremendous shout out to everybody, all of our partners. Um, and so we'll, we'll be looking for, uh, for what's next. Thank you, Brennan, and thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Think Arctic. You can find our bi-weekly podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. Until next time.